Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Ruben and his podcast, Hoops and Hepavicen, which is a Mavs-orientated podcast. Thank you for all your support. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And I'm Bryce. Hey guys. I'm hey. Holy fuck, he's back. Yeah, I was about to say, long time no see, Bryce. <laughs> Holy fuck, it's been like since the beginning of the season. I know. It, it's been a hot minute. Um, the Dallas Morning News is own Bryce Patrick. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. <laughs> that's right, you haven't been on since that's been officially announced. Holy fuck, bro, that's such a fucking flex, too. <laughs> oh my gosh, just flex. Just wait till I get that blue check, then... Oh, oh man. Sorry, I get it for me, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. No, well, well... That's not gonna you'll... discourage me from getting it. <laughs> Bryce will get it first because of the way that Twitter does their stuff, so... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I think like oh, one of Twitter's criteria is that like you have to be a presence outside of Twitter. To get and... the blue check? What's that? No. To get the blue check mark? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't I, think I exist outside Twitter. But that? <laughs> oh, that's their oh, new meant, stuff. Like, ever since they stopped meant, like, accepting exists. applications. <laughs> so you I don't know. know. Um, let's talk about. This week, I guess uh, the Mavericks uh, went yeah. two and one this week, which is really good, all things considered. Which I didn't, I didn't expect. I thought we were gonna go one and two, but yeah, you know, I mean, we lost against the Clippers, which oh man, we got embarrassed by the Clippers. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Well, I mean, like, think they have fucking three all defensive players, starting, yeah, which is fucking bullshit. Like, you know, them talk. I don't know. And like the rest, of, and like the rest of their role players are good. Like, are good defensively too. It's not like just. It's not like just the like big three defensively, but like Harkless is fantastic defensively. Like some yeah, of the other guys they've got are like really good defensively. Harkless Harrell can fucking defend, dude. Like, eh. I think he's he, pretty good defensively. He's he's scrappy. Lou Will uh, can't defend at all, but he just fucking doesn't oh, shoot. Lou Will is a turnstile defensively, but yeah, he's but he can fucking <laughs> like, out. Yeah, um, yeah. Patterson's really good. Uh, Green's good defensively. Magruder's. Yeah, fine. Uh, Jerome Robinson is is low key pretty good. Um, they have a deep bench, yeah. which is something that the Mavericks hadn't really faced all Gosh. season. Yeah, they have a super deep bench, and I mean, like, again, Kawhi went off for eleven and twenty one. Paul George eight and twenty one. Did a good job. Like, uh, that was the first game they both played right on a back to back. Yeah, yeah. They they were. <laughs> 
purposefully resting for the game against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. It seems like it, bro. And then, like, didn't they both rest the next day against the Grizzlies? That sounds like, right. I, I think so. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, I forgot where I saw it. Um, but somebody on the uh, the Clippers bench was talking about, we're going to effing destroy them. Like, they, they wanted that game against the Mavs, like, very badly. Like, yeah. oh, they think they're they're hot shit but that's so interesting too because it's like it's <laughs> it's because the Mavs are getting here, so much like... of the like talking points yeah. i mean paul george had like six steals in that game i was like he did i'm looking at the stat line right now mm-hmm. yeah he, he steals. got Holy the lights shit. out like he i mean it was like four for 11 from three um and then four of 10 from two which wasn't great but like honestly like it did, he was so good offensively to start the game and Kawhi kind of like came on at the end but man you got like three bona fide 20 point scores on your team like that can guarantee yeah. every yeah. night just like well and, and three guys that are very well suited to defend Luka Doncic like and yeah and remember guys that was the first game where the city jerseys were yeah. played in so you know <laughs> that's the other thing we have to think about so Hey man, I mean, uh, all of us like the city jerseys that are sitting here. Except for, so. except for the fourth, the fourth guy who's not on this fucking. I, I said all of us yeah. that are sitting here. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, yeah. The, the fourth guy, Tim, doesn't give a shit. So. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Tim. He's wrong. I think. I think the best thing that like that came out of this game was Luca just getting Patrick Beverly in foul trouble. Like I think yeah. that's how he was, was able fun. to get as many points as he could get. I mean he would just like lived at the line I and mean, he got five fouls on Beverly. He only played 20 minutes. He also got Zubats in a lot of foul trouble. He got five fouls as well in only 18 minutes. But I mean, part of that was like them being in foul trouble. Part of that was just like, they already had the game, like beyond a doubt in the fourth quarter. So they yeah. didn't really yeah. need to play that much, but this still. is also like an opportunity for the Mavericks to hopefully go on another win streak after beating the Lakers and the Suns. Because what next week they're in New Orleans, still without Zion, at home against the Timberwolves, the Pelicans again, and the Kings. Um, those are all games they, that are they, at least they, winnable. Yeah, but I think they, they play the Pelicans twice this week. They yeah, play yeah, them yeah. That's what I in just Noah and Tuesday. Okay, sorry, <laughs> zoning out. I'm actually gonna. I was like, "What the fuck?" But to actually gonna be there on Saturday for my first game with my my other job, mostly yeah. focusing on Pelican. So I'm excited to get to the AAC. I have not been this season. I didn't want to go as a fan because I'm like, I just credential me and then I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get like one night off, like ever. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But yeah, so oh, you know, two games against the Pelicans, one at home, one away. Um, got the Timberwolves and the Kings all next week. The the schedule's been weird to start off with. Like we already finished with like the Knicks, you know, like, a, mm-hmm. like in like a week's span. Like we're playing the Good Pelicans riddance. twice, you know, this week. So it's like, what the fuck? We have like eight straight games against the Western Conference, and then like seven straight games against the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's schedule's weird this year. Yeah, so. I feel like this happens a lot though. Like especially, I mean, New Orleans is like a divisional opponent, but like I don't know, last year with like the Thunder, it's happening again this year, like around uh, like New Year's. Where it's like uh, play like two games against. Actually, I guess this year we just play at OKC on New Year's Eve, which yeah. is what we did last year. And then it, um, the thirtieth, they played OKC at home. So it was like back to back. That was right. Yeah, that, that was, was like weird. that was kind of fun and. Weird. Oh yeah, it was like the home and home back to back. That was so weird. Which, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I remember that. Maybe they uh, wanted a 
uh, what is it, New Year's Eve uh, in OKC again because they're like, yeah, what are you going to do, party in OKC? I know, what are you going to do in OKC? <laughs> Apparently they're flying back that night, so. Yeah. Uh, that seems like a so. kind of suck. Well, because they have the game at home against the Nets on the second. So that's right. Yeah. God damn, dude. Let's see. So the next game that we played this week was against the Suns. Oh which, man, with I mean, Captain Flopper. They started off. They started off hot this year, and then they've dropped like, quite a few when we met them. So they started off hot, and then they realized that they were the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, they were the Phoenix Suns, and <laughs> Aaron Baines cannot save them. So yeah, Aaron Baines has been really good. For, he's honestly been better than than. Uh, what's his face? I was about to say Aiden. Bagley, but no, Aiton. Uh, yeah, I mean that that suspension really hurts them. And does it though? Like I, I've had this argument over and over again that it hurts. It hurts them long term, not right now. Yeah, but yeah. like you need develop big men take like big men and like point guards usually take forever. I mean, Luke yeah. is the exception, but like it, it, those guys like take forever to become like actual productive NBA players. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Then because I think they went on the winning streak. Partially because Aiden was out. You think it was like he got Ewing theoried a little bit, where your where your team just gets better as like your star player goes down or whatever. He's not their star player. Like, oh, I know, but like a really good player. I know. He's not even a really good player right now. Like, that's part of the issue. No, he was he's really good offensively. Like, he's still figuring what is going on on defense. Yeah, still got potential though. Oh, for sure. We went four from six from three this game. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) It was a, That's it was a weird game. That's why it was so close, I feel like. Kelly Oubre played 40 minutes. God damn. Did not realize that. But then he fouled out. Didn't too. he foul out, too? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he oh, fouled out with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter or something. Kelly Oubre, Devin Booker did not have the greatest game ever. <laughs> Six can, for 16, eh. Can we talk wow, about the fact the that, most, like... That's the most meh game he's had against the Mavs in, like, forever. I feel like he's know, always he just, like... like kills the Mavs. Like, At least it, it feels like he kills us. Like every well, because there's that one game in, like, in OKC, at, was it last year? It it might have been last year or two years ago. It was, like, in, not, not in OKC, in uh, Mexico City, where, well, like, Wes was, like, Wes was on him, and he just, like, torched Wes, and he also hit him for the game winner. I do remember that. Let's see. Dario Saric went for two for eight. That's not good at all. Zero from five. Zero from five for three. That's not good. I was going to say, can yeah. we just talk about really quickly the fact that Luca is turning into a somewhat serviceable defender? Like, he's he's, getting he, there. he's not elite. I don't think he'll ever be elite. No, but he'll never be elite. But he's, he's a defender? Yeah, it, defender. Like, okay, yeah. No, I think he's, like, he's going to, he has, has the potential to be, like, a good defender. He is, yeah. like, about average, maybe even almost a little above average now. But just, like, he's so smart. And he's big, and he's yeah. like he knows how to use his body, and like the deceleration stuff that he does on offense, like it also helps on defense too. I yeah, think. Well, not as much, but like still, he's just he done, a lot of that. He's done a very good job this year, um, staying in front of his guy, um, mm-hmm. which is really important. And I think like as he learns the team on defense better and learns how to call out plays, which is something Tim Hardaway Jr. is actually pretty decent at, which is like yelling out what to do. Um, I yeah. think that that'll just help the team long term quite a bit. Have we gone on the the, the Tim Hardaway Jr. apology tour yet? Because I feel like now is a, uh, is, a, is a great time for it. I mean, I, I'm I mean, sure we last, talked a little on week. like with the with the game he had and um and he, but like he's kind of like he's backed it up. Yeah, like he had 26 points um against Phoenix. What did he do tonight? Um, or yeah, two? Well, he didn't want too great tonight. I don't think. 
Yeah, but like he wasn't yeah. like be- he's he's much better um defensively than I thought. I thought like Rick was just kind of blowing smoke up. Mhm. About yeah, no, like, saying, actually, like oh he's yeah. a really good defender like he's actually been a pretty good defender. Like he did a yeah. really good job on Harden. Yeah, he he had a rough game tonight. He he went oh, yeah. 3 for 10. Over, oh, for 7, 7 from, from 3. Over 7 from 3 but 3 for 3 from 2. So Yeah. But like yeah. I don't I don't have as much an issue with his shot selection now. I'm not like noticing how much i hate some of his shots which is which is good because he's doing other things well well and it doesn't help that or i mean it it helps tim hardaway but doesn't help the team that seth curry has also not been a great shooter this year and that's what he's paid to do yeah but like he's he is a shooter it's not like oh is his shot broken like there's gonna be some progression to the mean i guess not regression to the mean yeah and he's gonna yeah, go like that. yeah he's gonna like catch fire for like a month or two and it's gonna be fun to watch oh yeah for sure oh this Suns game was the game that chris tops went zero for eight uh that yeah. was a fun night on twitter forgot about that oh man kp brought it back tonight though 15 points 5 of 11 from good. the field you know he's still not still not you know 100 and whatever million we're paying him but I mean, you know, the second okay. half. Hey, three, for, he, three for eight from three. I mean, honestly, like my thing with if I remember is, correctly, gonna... all three of those threes came in the Go second ahead. half. Yeah, okay. they're all in like really big moments, so that was good to see. Um, yeah, yeah, I when mean, he hit that when he hit that uh, that three when uh, Anthony Davis just flew by him. That was great. Yeah. Oh no, God. I just that checked. Awesome. Yeah. I did just check. Two of them were in the second half or in the second quarter. quarter. Um, yeah. One with about five minutes left, one with about four minutes left, and then the the big one was the one in the third quarter. Yeah, uh, those were his yeah. three three pointers. He did some work, but yeah, like the thing with with KP that I feel like is just honestly, I'm willing to like kind of write off most of this year. Like I just want to see that, like especially with his with his shot and his scoring, like that mm-hmm. I'm like willing to like write off, like whatever. Like if he just sucks at like shooting this year, like yeah, he's get he's finding his footing. But like the thing he's doing, things he's doing defensively and like rebounding wise, being like so much better at those, um, is is really encouraging to me to show like, while he's not just like a score when people don't say oh he's like Dirk like no no no, Dirk was like, offensive legend and yeah. like, good team defender and yeah. decent rebounder like KP's doing, like being a good, overall like very good help your whole team defender. Yeah, still not a great rebounder, but you know, he's he's better than he was, which it, progress. Yeah. And when you got your point guard getting like ten rebounds a night, <laughs> you don't for real, dude. Yeah, you don't need all that much other rebounding. I think it's just one of those things. I almost wrote about it tonight because um, in the first half we did not look good, and I kind of assumed we were going to lose. But you're like, fuck yeah. Um, That's what I thought too. <laughs> one of, one of the things that I've noticed, especially since the Clippers game, is that teams now respect Luca, and with that respect comes teams are going to focus on him throughout the game and so you need another guy on the team to be a a gravity pull and you would hope that Kristaps would be that guy Um, but it needs to be somebody game in and game out that can pull some gravity away from Luca as he does his work on the court Look at this game from today. I mean, Dwight Powell Luka had a good game. 27, yeah. 10, and 9. 
yeah, Justin Jackson had a low-key really good game, um, shooting-wise and just, like, coming in and doing some of the little things well. I mean, he had 15 points, which, I mean, granted, a decent amount of those were in garbage time. But DeLon Wright, honestly, like, low-key, one of the players of the game, four steals, yeah. nine assists, 17 points. Like, dude was putting in work, and they were doing a lot of different, like, weird things defensively on, like, LeBron. I felt like they always had, like, one-and-a-half defenders covering him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. It was like usually Delon was like one of them. It was like Delon and like Dwight Powell, yeah, they... who's like a low key pretty good uh, perimeter defender. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that I help defense was ready to go all night against LeBron. Mm-hmm. Boban shot a hundred percent from the floor tonight. <laughs> that was good. Dang right. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I want to read. We're talking. We were talking about who's like doing poorly and doing well at shooting. I want to pull up some of these three-point numbers because a few of them like surprised the heck out of me. Sure. Um, so, Luca is shooting. We, I'm sure you can guess. I'll give you an over/under on on these, and I'll I'll let y'all awesome. guess. Um, so Luca from from three. Uh, I'll give you the attempts too. Um, averaging nine point four threes shot per game. Over/under thirty-three percent. Under. Under, but barely. Yep, thirty-two point five. Yeah, yeah I was right. Kristaps Porzingis on six point two attempts. Um, over under thirty-two percent. Uh, probably barely over. The over. Well over thirty-four point wow. nine. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And I thought he was having a bad shooting season. Tim Hardaway Jr. six point two. Sorry, I get, sorry, it gets confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, thirty-six percent from three. Over under on those six point two attempts per game. Under. Oh. Because uh, recent history is going to uh, skew that a little bit, but he did start off the season very roughly. I'll say over just to be different. Thirty-eight point seven. Oh wow. Wow. I don't know if this is including tonight. Um, this is on ESPN's database. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, he went over seven, seven tonight. So. Yeah, just a couple other. Dwight Powell is shooting forty percent on point seven attempts. Um, <laughs> Justin Jackson is shooting forty five percent on two and a half attempts per game. He's looking really um, good out there. He looks really yeah. good out there, bro. So. Um, Cleaver is just under uh, thirty six, and then Seth Curry is at um, thirty seven point seven on nearly four attempts per game. So. Okay. Also, Dorian, thir- almost thirty three percent. That was the one that I actually went here to look for. Yeah, because um, I, I remember it felt like a week ago we were saying that he was shooting like eighteen percent from three. Yeah, but he Something like to... he looks better at it. Like yeah. I felt more confident in his shot. I'm not just like every single time like oh god we're doing this again. Yeah, like I felt more. I don't know. I felt more confident in Dwight Powell threes last year, even when Dwight Powell was in his slumpiness, than I did about uh, Dorian threes. Fair enough. I feel like okay about both of them. Yeah, not like great, but they're getting really good looks, so it feels better. All right, so let's see. We got some questions to ask Twitter like you do every week. Okay. If they want us to talk about anything. Uh, let's see. So Jordan Hatch asks us, ask us, us, favorite Luca performance thus far this season. Oh, man, that's so tough. I know, I know exactly what mine is, dude. Okay, go for it. It's the game against San Antonio, dude. Okay. That fucking game where he had 42 points. 11 rebounds and 12 assists. She was awesome in 35 minutes. Uh, again, I was, I have a weird relationship with San Antonio. So, yeah, you know, it's one of those games where like, it's also because we just haven't been great against them recently. 
it's one of those games where I was like, okay, fuck you guys. Like, you know, we're going to make sure you guys tank this year. So <laughs> that's my guess. So far, that's my favorite game he's had. So. Okay. Also, because I love triple doubles. <laughs> Man. Fair. Um, for me, I got to say the Houston performance, just like giving a middle finger to Houston and dropping 41 as a clear reference to Dirk um, and totally outballing Harden in his own building and like just clowning him off the floor. Like that was just incredible. It was honestly incredible to watch. Also, while like James Harden went like he was like one for 13 in the game and then he hit like one triple like in like garbage time so yeah. i i count yeah. him as being like one for 13 that game he <laughs> was just bad like that was honestly some of the best defense that's been played on harden in a while and luka just like completely outshone him which amazing and made houston fans really salty so i love anything that makes houston fans salty in whatever sport honestly don't care who does it just <laughs> make them salty yeah, yeah. fair enough it's a good take i think I'm I'm trying to separate my favorite Luca game from my favorite Mavs performance so far, which is more difficult to do. Um, I mean, I would probably agree with Bryce that the uh, the 41 point triple double in in Houston was my favorite. That wasn't a triple double. Oh, it wasn't. That's right. He got <laughs> he got six rebounds. Wow. Poverty ass yeah. right? Scrub. Scrub, scrub, scrub performance. Honestly, that was his least, his fewest rebounds in the regular season. Yeah, I believe it. Actually, no, no, just kidding. He no, had that's a four lot. in Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had four in Denver, yeah. And ever since he's had the least he's had since six besides that. But still, I think that Houston game was like just icing on the cake of that five-game win streak. Um, My favorite Mavs performance so far has to be the, the Raptors game, though. Like... Oh, that was a good coming game. back from the two-game losing streak against the Celtics and the Knicks, and then coming back home and beating the defending world champions, and so we're actually really fucking good. Yeah, this year, like... and starting off that five-game yeah. win streak with that like was really important um, and really good for the team. Yeah, dude, Toronto's kicking ass this year without Kawhi. So yeah, and fucking uh, and Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka. So yeah, it's kind of wild what they're doing. I mean, even though it's I think my favorite, though, my favorite Mavs performance was the win against Golden State because anytime you make the a team that's been a dynasty for that long, like have to take like an fu like jumper or whatever it is to not just for pride to not get beat by fifty to only get beat <laughs> by forty eight, like it was just that's true. Like, yeah, dude. That that moment alone, like it was literally the entire fourth quarter. Is like how much will they beat them by? Like yeah. that's it's freaking gold. That was such a good, yeah, that was fun. That's a great. Point. I mean, those those two games back to back, Golden State and Cleveland, we just flew them out by forty. Gosh. So great. Yeah. Let's see what other questions do people ask us. Ah, here's a good one. Um, from, I'm sorry for pronouncing your name wrong. Your name wrong. Uh, Paolo the Cat Guy asks, "Are the Mavs becoming the most hated team in the league?" Uh, no. The Rockets and, still and exist. Most what? Most hated. Most hated. Team of the league. No, no, they're no, not yet. They're in the Give darling like years. Yeah, yeah. No, they're still like the darlings. Like once they won their after they won their first championship, if they keep being good, then that's when people yeah. start to turn. Yeah, that and then like Luca becomes like a heel, and then you know like yeah, I don't think Luca will become a heel. Definitely, it's absolutely going to happen. But I don't think it happens until after he wins his first ring because everyone's going to be like, oh, he wanted to win his first ring. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh. 
I'm like, okay, stop winning rings, you dick. Exactly. That's exactly that's how it goes. exactly how it's gonna go. It's gonna be fucking uh, it's gonna be the damn um, warriors all over again with like Steph and everything. Yeah, I mean, LeBron as was, like, long the only one who like everyone turned on like before he got his first ring. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but if Luca keeps doing this shit, then he might get turned on before he wins his first ring. Oh my gosh. Well, if. Let's say, let me, let me, but then again, LeBron got hated because of the decision. Like, yeah. Like my thought is like, there is a way that he could become like the Mavs and he could become like hated before they get a ring is if somehow by some stupid miracle, I'm not saying this has any likelihood of happening, but if Giannis came here with Giannis KP and like Luca, Oh God. Like then like immediately, like (laughs) immediate heal. Everyone's like, all right, screw you guys. You suck. Like that's, Exactly how it would be, be very big three there. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be very Warriors esque for something it'd be like, like a, that literally to happen. A huge, a huge three. Yeah, I'm saying, bro, we gotta fucking start colluding, dude. Like, but just like start tampering right now. Making the obvious assumption that that doesn't happen. Um, as long as the James Harden Houston Rockets exist, uh, I don't think the Mavericks will ever be the most hated team in the NBA. Yeah, I feel like as long as James Harden's in the league, like it's just it's not, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, might, he may never be that. He's had three life, straight so. seasons of eating humble pie and hasn't figured it out. I mean, and also because like in the playoffs, like they they ref differently, you know, like well, it's they're not, a lot more strict about, you know. It's not just you're that. not gonna get thirty free throws a game. It, yeah, no. it's the you're gonna get like twenty. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, and people are gonna probably say something about it, but it definitely seems that James Harden cares about his individual accolades way more than winning a championship. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know about more. Like, there's a lot of because as like a person who like grew up on football, watching Alabama football, mm-hmm. and like all the like the Sabinism. Like, anytime someone talks to them about like the players, like about like individual awards, they're like, "No, that's like rat poison." Like, I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. Like, I don't care if I win the stupid Heisman. All I care about is winning a championship. And so, some of us want like that to be the case. And like everybody is allowed like you can care about like your individual stuff but like yeah. the fact that he cares so loudly and like the entire fan base and organization is so annoyingly loud about every single slight they feel yeah, yeah. the the 61 point game is... the other night's like a perfect example of this oh my god yeah, yeah their social media team is just you know like, remember last year when it was like the whole all the stuff about like uh Giannis like winning the MVP yep. and then, like and then their fucking Twitter like, account. Thanks, but he's our MVP. Like, okay, cool. He's not That's great. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, no. I don't know. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And then, like, Daryl Morey, like, a week ago being like, the Rockets would have beaten the Warriors seven times out of ten. Oh, shit. In that, in that oh, game oh, seven man. or game six well, or whatever. Uh, you know? <laughs> like, well, you didn't in the game that actually happened and matters, so keep your theoretical nonsense like yeah in your theory oh, Moore, man. I, I i think that you know we've talked a couple times about the differences between luca and harden because people want to certain people want to compare the two guys because they both know how to draw fouls but i said that luca's foul foul drawing is way more similar to a refined chris paul than it is to james harden's okay I can see that because honestly, yeah, because it's like their earned foul. Like the thing, like Harden, like I respect like what he does. Like he's brilliant. I'm not gonna like take anything away 
away from yeah. doing that. But like the there's the like literally one thing that like bothers me is when he like hooks the arm and stuff because like yeah, that, you, know, that you can like hurt somebody's elbow or, like do all kinds well, of things. Like that's just stupid and shady. It's not basketball. And the leg kick on the threes. Oh god, yeah. Like kicking his leg so far out that he almost falls on his ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. There's one more. He's not even trying to like shoot it. He's not that good a shooter. Like he yeah. literally was trying to draw a foul. Yeah. He's not even trying to shoot. Let me see. So our friend James. James Grambo. Yeah, our friend who you know fucked up our fucking fantasy league. How dare he? <laughs> Every time we Every bring week. up James, we have to say that he forgot to add an IR. <laughs> Every week I gotta say this shit, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll never let him forget. <laughs> he said, "Just talk about Luca step back in front of LeBron for an hour." <laughs> oh man, which I probably was, could. But uh, like the thing to me, like of course it was like beautiful, amazing, incredible. But the thing to me is how like I watched him really closely, like when he went to the other end, and he was just like had no reaction. He was just like, yeah, this is just what I do. Yeah. Whereas last year, he'd be like, yeah, like, woohoo. I did a step back in LeBron's face. Now he's just like, yeah, that's what I freaking do. Put it in your face too. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean, for, Bryce. He called for that switch too. Oh God. He's he just like, yeah, that switch give me LeBron. Like, yeah, I want it. Yeah. I want to fuck LeBron. <laughs> so, it was so great. <laughs> like it was like, like I went on a, I went on Reddit NBA afterwards and I was like looking at like the highlights, like looking at like, the thread for that highlight and it's just like you know it's that that meme where it's uh the features now old man oh man that was hilarious <laughs> I, was, I was like fuck yeah or like someone uh oh my god what the fuck someone says something i gotta look again. that show is amazing let's see if i can find it it's just one of those things where i was just like like i was reading it and i was like i gotta share some of the show on twitter because it's amazing because not everybody goes on reddit obviously because it's mm-hmm. a fucking hell site <laughs> Half the time, <laughs> I mean, see. so is Twitter. So They're just both hell sites in their own unique ways. So yeah, the features now, old man. What else said? Someone said LeBron's out here dancing for Luca's amusement. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kind um, of mentioned this uh, on Twitter earlier, but like, think about this: the last time that Luca played the Lakers in LA, he the Mavs lost, and then Luca was super giddy and excited to yeah. Like meet no meet LeBron and get his jersey after the game, um, and then this game it was like it was all business. It's fucking business. Yeah, yeah. No longer start when fucking when I mean idols become rivals, bro. (laughs) Just that's something that's just like really amazed me about Luca this year. Um, He's so goddamn poised, dude, for a twenty year old. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, like let's see, so you know, it's like literally like one season. to be like, act like you've been there before. And now like, yeah, I had my one season of like being like, oh, this is cool. I mean, the NBA. okay. Yeah. Now I want to like destroy all of you, every single one of you don't care if you're LeBron or whoever. Um, but anyway, speaking of like idols, um, did y'all see the, the video tribute that the, the Lakers did for Dirk in game for Dirk? Yes, yes, I did. It was incredible. If you guys didn't see it, um, go look at either Dirk's Twitter or the Mavs Twitter. Cause they, um, yeah. they filmed it, but like, it kind of it reminded me of the the tribute video that the Spurs did mm-hmm. last year, um, which like that for me was one yeah. of the best tribute videos that I've seen, because it not only had like Dirk's great moments, but like Dirk is like their biggest rival. Yeah. Like he yeah. is torched, and they showed plays of him torching the Spurs, like a lot of them in there. Yeah. 
and like to do that in your own building like that's like a huge sign of respect and that's kind of that's what the lakers did like they showed a bunch of like him and like kobe and like lebron talking about how like dirk is one of their favorite players ever and like how much he meant to the game and then uh some of his highlights from the finals run through the lakers and some other playoff moments against the lakers too yeah that it wasn't as much as this birth but like still that was really cool yeah it was only like a minute and a half long but it was still really good let's see some other some other comments i read about this you know the step back three well this is going to be a historical moment someone compared it to ai crossing over uh michael <laughs> Or like whenever young Kobe would try to attack yeah. MJ. <laughs> goat on goat crime. Except like LeBron. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, no, that kind of that kind of fits because I don't like I I love Luke. I don't know that he'll ever pass LeBron as the greatest player ever, and Kobe but... definitely. Gonna, but like he's still gonna be like amazing. He's gonna be really stinking good. I mean, put I, it I this hope way. that Mavs fans don't become the like the like about Luca don't become like Kobe. Like I just, I know I am. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I know it's heading there, but I just, I hope it holds out for a it's long just, time. It's just no, being... I'm, I'm spearheading I, that shit. Like, I get where you're coming from, probably. Bryce. It's going to be more difficult, if only for the fact that Luca's records that he's breaking as a sophomore are greatest of all time records. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. you know, it's fucking stupid. He's up there with Malone and with LeBron Except and without... with yeah. I don't want to include Malone in there. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Fair enough. <laughs> Luca, it's my league now, Boomer. <laughs> but with Nothing LeBron, here, with, uh, you know, with Jordan, uh, the greatest players of all time, he, at least when they were young, like, he's in that trajectory. He's, he's better younger, so, yeah. like, he's got the, the inside track for the... Um, for all kinds of like different points records and stuff. Yeah. Not saying he's going to be like, Oh yeah, he's, he's, I already know that he's going to challenge Kareem. Like, no, that'd be <laughs> insane to say that. Well, also but, like, I don't think that, that his well, defense will ever had, be good enough for him to be in a thousand in a... points. Yet? Uh, huh? For his career, Luca. A thousand. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to check either. Too much work. I can check real quick. Oh yeah. He's, he's at 2000 points. Yeah. He's wow. at 2080. Um, but he hasn't he hasn't done either hit a thousand or two thousand faster than LeBron did though. Yeah. Like I think career career games wise, not just age. No. Uh, maybe, actually, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is age. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, he he. Because they they just had this discussion pretty recently. Because LeBron came. Yeah. Because LeBron came in a year earlier. Yeah. So so he's beating LeBron in games played, but not in age for a lot of these. I'm not sure about the games played, but I know LeBron has because someone just when he went to 33,000, they showed like LeBron is the youngest player to uh, like each of these thousand point marks, like from 1,000 to 33,000, which is kind of absurd. Yeah, like, nobody got to like 17,000 before him and then trailed off. Like it's kind of wild. That's fair. Let me see. Someone someone said. Where is it? Someone said Luca always looks like he's playing basketball underwater. <laughs> yeah. Good. Someone said, is this your king? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, fucking NBA Reddit. Terrible fucking hell site, but yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they need to do this. 
Oh man, I can't think of any other good questions that we could that was asked. There's some other stuff like. Um, By the way, Mavs are the four seed in the West right now, which yeah. is fucking. Oh, and then we we'd be playing who? The Rockets, I think. They're, like if the season ended. Uh, today. Yeah, we play the Rockets. Um, half a game below the Clippers, okay. and then one full game below the Nuggets. For the two seed. Beautiful. So. That's wild, dude. It's fucking yeah. wild. Like, I thought we'd be good, but not this good. <laughs> like, Yeah, I, I said on Twitter, like, this is going to be a team that challenges for home court advantage. I don't know if, it, I don't know if the Mavs are going to get it. I, yeah, like, but I think mean, they'll, they'll get caught. But they're definitely be in the mix. But like, they're yeah. for sure a playoff team now. Yeah, I feel pretty good about them being a playoff team, seeing as and Phoenix that is, is the eighth seed and they have a hurt. losing record. Yeah, and sure they are. Yeah. I just don't see the Mavericks having a losing record this year. Which is wild. I thought like maybe four, like thirty-eight to forty wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fucking. <laughs> well, it was, all my, it was yeah. all my time with with people who think logically and reasonably, and were telling me to do so. And I was like, my heart says no. My heart says uh, more. No, keep it in check. What are the Mavericks on pace for right now? Uh, 53, 56, something like that. Fifty-five, I think, is what it is. Yeah. Right now. Um, so. Hella wins is what they're predicted to do. <laughs> Could you imagine? Which would be like if if we win fifty games, I think Luca has a real shot at MVP, like for sure. Like if they win fifty games, like top three. If they win fifty games, he should be like second in MVP. I don't think yeah. he's not like Giannis is just on some otherworldly nonsense right now. Yeah, and his team is better. But yeah, yeah, the it's Bucks good. are the number one seed in the East. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And yeah. they're tied for the number mm-hmm. one seed in the entire NBA. Mm-hmm. Yep, thirteen, fucking, seventeen, and three. Fucking wild, dude. It's wild. It is oh, a wild man. NBA world. Man, can't wait till Giannis comes to Dallas. Oh. <laughs> man, those tickets are going to be expensive. Bucks, Bucks Twitter will get your ass. Uh, that's why I'm not tweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll take it. It's fine. I do it all the time. I just mute. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Oh man! Like my, my mute list has gotten really long. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Shea Serrano type <laughs> blocking lately from Bryce. Oh gosh! <laughs> I know Bryce does not give a shit. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Not oh, since man. the accident. <laughs> <laughs> not since the, not since he who shall not be named. Uh, that's not fair. I just yeah, me. I got a Twitter fight with Voldemort. Guys, yep. sorry. <laughs> he used we'll say his name. he used a, a Vata Kadabra against Bryce. God. Okay. <laughs> not very active. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. And somebody's gonna say that I used the wrong spell, but whatever. I haven't read. Uh, no, that, that's, no that's, 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 the murder, that's, that's the murder. Spell. Perfect. Okay. Great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like the the uh, one of the spells you're not supposed to learn or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Three uh, cursed ones or whatever. Yeah, where the fuck it is? I don't know, I'm I read Harry Potter in fucking years. Before we go, do we want to talk about the city editions really quickly? Since God Bryce is here, <laughs> Bryce didn't get a chance to talk about them. Fuck Bryce, he doesn't sure. have fashion sense. Okay, <laughs> I mean he is That's white, fair. but wow. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, Bryce, give us your opinion on I, the jerseys. I think they're all right. Um, I was reading a little bit about the the backstory. Tim Cato did a story on the athletic yeah, I read that. Um, yeah. about that, and it was like a local artist that like helped work with it, and he's like a big Mavs fan and stuff. So like, oh, well, it's kind of cool. And like, 
Yeah, for my first thought, I was like, this is kind of hokey. This feels like super 90s-y. But then I was like, you know what? I like the 90s. Yeah. So screw it. Like, it, it's fine. It's different. Like, the like it may not be, like, the greatest ever. That's fine. Um, But, like, the Mavs jerseys, like, recently have been just kind of boring. They haven't, like, taken any risk. And, mm-hmm. like, this was definitely, but I don't know. I like them much better seeing them on the court in action. Um, I like the flashy colors, the neon, like, give me that as much as you can give it to me. So like, and, I like it. And the color fading works really well with the shorts. I love the gradient, yeah. dude. I love that shit. Like, honestly, it looks really good on, on the people. So yeah, sure. It's something yeah, different. I about it. It's like, I like them on like athletes. I don't know how I'd like them on like me, you know, <laughs> like, I know what you mean, <laughs> but say, I'm like, definitely not getting one. For, I know I, good uh, in it so yeah i mean i'll be getting one for my daughter but but she's a kid well that's your like daughter's an athlete <laughs> yeah it's true yeah, yeah she is an athlete, is an athlete. Mm-hmm. So. but she wants yeah she wants christops's yeah. number six for her sixth birthday so oh that's well, fucking awesome that's awesome um oh yeah, yeah well, i want lucas for my 77 birthday <laughs> <laughs> um i'm the one closest to 41 so Oh God, out. you're so old. <laughs> and about, and about, uh, washed. Uh, fuck off. One other thing from this week that I did want to mention was that um, that Slovenian um, kid, Chris, was at the game tonight. I don't remember his last name, unfortunately. Um, but Chris, yeah, he Zudic, I think that sounds right. Um, but he was at the game tonight. Luca brought his family in because uh, Luca. Helped his family raise the money that Chris needed for um, different surgeries and treatments, um, and all of that's being done at UCLA. Um, so just you know, really heartfelt stuff, honestly. I love Luca yeah. so much, bro. He's such a good kid. He is. Love him. He. The things that Luca does already, outside of the game, remind me so much of what Dirk did for the city, of just like quietly doing a lot of things without really telling anybody yeah this is kind of who he is yeah like, i remember um he like uh what game was it? it was one of his like big games in europe one of his last games with real madrid it might have been even the um the the euro cup like his mm-hmm. whatever the the, the final four or whatever it's called yeah. yeah 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 the the final four like he just like gave his shoes to some kid because mm-hmm. he's just like I don't know. Like I was a kid once, so why not? Yeah, sure. And he just like thinks nothing of it because like this is what I'm supposed to do because I'm a privileged kid and I'm rich and yep. like I have a lot of it, so like I should be using that to help other people. So he's got a good heart and he's also an amazing basketball player. So oh yeah, that's I mean, exactly that helps. Superstar. So. And and speaking of Luca being a great basketball player, um, who do we think Luca's going to sign his next shoe contract with? Nike. Nike. Who do we want him to sign his next contract with? Nike. Nike. Adidas. <laughs> Adidas? No. no, Nike. Honestly, I don't know why Nike hasn't signed him to like a mega deal because like they're not that yeah, they're huge really, in really Europe. That up. Yeah. They're, they're really not that up. huge in Europe, but like getting Luca would be like a huge win in the European market, especially for basketball shoes. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're already fallen behind on like cleats for soccer, but like if you get Luca, then like. You're gonna sell hella shoes in Spain, Slovenia, all of like former Yugoslavia, like all of Europe, honestly. Yeah, 
here's my selfish reasoning for me wanting him to sign with Adidas, is because Lord, here we go. I, I said it's selfish. <laughs> It'll be quick. It's Adidas. Oh God. Yeah, it's Adidas. Come on, bro. Get it right. I'm gonna bleep out both of you saying that. <laughs> you you can't like, censor me. You can't <laughs> censor me. You're gonna listen to the entire podcast to censor that. Out. No, I won't. I don't care that much. I know you won't. <laughs> but anyway, it's because Freedom of Speech podcast. Adidas shoe technology. Adidas. I'm gonna cancel you. Um, Adidas shoe technology is significantly better than Nike's IMO. Um, and Luca loves loud shoes, so if I could get motherfuckers that I am on, <laughs> in my opinion, I'm sorry, shoe shoe technology. You can just say in my opinion, like it's not that many more syllables. Like, <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't join you guys. <laughs> this is exactly why I wanted Bryce to come on. Anyway, <laughs> I I think that. Adidas shoe technology is significantly better than Nike's, um, and Luca loves loud shoes, which Adidas doesn't really do a lot of. So I would love the opportunity to mix those two things together, um, okay. and have really, really loud shoes. The entire culture of a shoe company. Yes. Well, I mean, you probably could. I mean, when you're talking about one of the most marketable players in all of sports, like okay. I think your huge company changes some things for one of the most marketable players in all of sports. Look at what Nike did for uh, LeBron and for uh, for Jordan. And a drunk guy's yeah. own fucking shoe brand. Out yeah. Of it. <laughs> and Jordan's ego kept Jordan shoe brand from being as big as it could or should be yeah. because nobody's going to outshine Jordan. So that's why I was surprised I got Zion. I was like, doesn't make sense. I mean, and think about it. Like, like Adidas cleats yeah. are pretty loud and crazy um, on the mm. soccer side of things because they sign some of the best soccer players in the world. So I think they would yeah. do it on the okay. basketball side too. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I just want whoever treats him well. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I'm fine with whatever as long as it's not Puma or Under Armour. <laughs> I do like the Curry 7s, but I agree. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> oh, man. man. All, All right. right. Okay. I think unless you guys have anything else that you want to talk about, that's just going to wrap up this week's episode. No, we're done. I think uh, Dallas Morning News, Bryce, he's a good dude. Yeah. Go support local journalism. Support me. Oh, yeah. Support. <laughs> yeah, do that. We're, we're a day late and a dollar short, but support local businesses. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Well, no, yesterday hey, was. You can do that any day. Yesterday was uh, local business Saturday. Oh, that's yeah. right. It was motherfuck. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But with that, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Hoops and Half Advisions podcast. Until next week. Bye, guys. Adios. Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.